<clears throat> Hello and welcome to this new episode of the Values Workshop. This series is called The Other Side Of. And I have with me uh, an old friend on the podcast. He's done quite a few uh, numbers on this one when we started. Uh, welcome, Anand, to the show. How have you Thank been? You. Good. How are you? I'm good. Uh, this series is called The Other Side Of. So the other side of an analyst, if I've understood what you do. Could you please explain to us a little bit about what you do? So I work for a, I'm a geopolitical analyst. I work for a security company that's based out of the Middle East. Uh, on a day-to-day basis, I'm in charge of uh, collecting intel on high-risk countries, especially, although we specialize in other parts of the world as well, keeping our clients in those regions apprised of developments and helping them out uh, on ground as well, if they need in any capacity. Okay. That sounds intriguing enough and very important enough in that sense. Um, Did you opt for this kind of job or did this job come to you because of, uh, by chance, or coincidence? Um, I can't say that the specific realm of security was something I wanted to get into at the onset, but uh, the wider realm of international relations was. But uh, the specific realm of security came to me because it was just the first uh, job application from which I received a positive response. And uh, COVID time, so I took the first opportunity that came my way and I got into it. Okay. So uh, another question is when you say geopolitical analyst, do you mean that it is different for governments vis-a-vis the capitalist setup? Is it different? I'm not sure I understood. so uh, in the capitalist set, setup, mainly there is a, the profit is the most important motto for most of us. Whereas a government technically is supposed to take care of people irrespective of uh, profits um, coming in or not. So how do you view this job that you have? So we actually deal uh, quite a few projects of ours uh, of course, are geared towards profit because uh, they uh, deal with these high-profile, very wealthy individuals who want to uh, enjoy a vacation in some remote island, for example. So we capitalize on that development to extract our profits. But on the other hand, we also do a lot of pro bono work, especially in countries uh, that don't have a functioning government. Uh, There are quite a few in Africa and the Middle East where we aid... uh, using these profits we aid in furthering pro bono work to help them set up governance structures or uh, activities that will improve the security landscape so yeah it's a bit of both okay um, it's a very important job uh, as i mentioned earlier also my question to you is daily life is not as exciting or as important most of the times. We are managing to do things um, which are not up to the optimum level or of excellence of like things go wrong and we are okay with it. We adjust in Indian terminology. How do you deal with these two facets of 
home being home and the job being so uh, so particular about results yeah it's an interesting question it's difficult for uh, me and i can speak for most of my uh, colleagues in my company to detach after work uh, because of the things you see and the issues you deal with because these aren't issues that uh, get resolved when you uh, log off your shift these are issues that have existed for decades in some of the countries we deal with but uh, in order for us to be as efficient tomorrow as we did today and to do a good job it's important uh, we've the, uh, my company lays a lot of importance on switching off completely where it doesn't matter how bad things get in the last 5 minutes of your shift once uh, you log out you log out and someone else takes over so uh i think i strike a balance personally by uh, getting out of my house which is something that's important uh, during work from home otherwise you're uh, holed up in this uh in your room all the day go outside uh, get some fresh air do some exercise to distract myself yeah okay um another interesting question that comes to mind do you deal with issues of self importance because of your job and uh, what it entails at times yeah when it's a report i have been working on for a while but uh, i think the nature of my job is as such that uh, it really puts things into perspective and like you not performing well for example at your job uh it doesn't bother me as much as what the consequences of that would be for people we're dealing with on the ground so there are issues are much larger at hand so self importance issues are there uh they they never uh, that i am feeling too important <laughs> that's never the case you were talking a little bit let me expand on that when you are talking about self importance and you said that you are more concerned about the people who depend on you in terms of your job uh, more than your own role and you are doing a job efficiently or not so is that a sense of service that you bring to the uh, job itself does it give you a sense of okay i'm serving the larger good for some projects more than the others definitely uh also because uh, we we cultivate these long standing relations with our clients on ground it's never it's at times it's a short lived project but other times the project extends for years and uh, you are in touch with them through good and bad times constantly uh, so yeah you form a good bond with them that helps you serve them better okay no okay let me explain my question a little better um, earlier you said that you you're doing things for other countries at times and uh, it may involve that where there is no financial stake involved for you all in terms of profits but you are doing it for the betterment of the people there uh, because you've chosen to um do you then have a sense of service in what you're doing or is it just a job where you get your money and you do your job efficiently no i think it's a sense of service because uh, <laughs> yeah i for the intensity of the job and for the hours uh, all of my colleagues put in 
uh, it will be very difficult for us to reconcile all the work we put in if we look at it just as a job that pays. Uh, so we the passion with which uh, employees of my company and other parallel security companies do their job definitely comes from a sense of contributing to the greater good. Okay. Are there any ethical issues that have arisen in your job ever because of the nature of your job? And whatever you can share with us in terms of experiences where you had to make an ethical choice and uh, how do you dealt with the situation at that point of time? It's for yourself, I mean, it may not be the greater good at that point of time, but for yourself and you personally would do a certain thing or you wouldn't and you find yourself in a place where you have to take a decision about that. Um, there are, uh, I am personally probably, I've worked with uh, clients uh, whose past activities I've not really agreed with, but uh, again, that's uh, one problem of ethics. Probably also working with uh, some governments in some countries that, again, I don't agree with. Uh, but that's, uh, yeah, that's there. It does happen at times, but I try and reconcile uh, myself to the reality by saying, you know, it that exists, but ultimately I'm helping the people in need despite being associated with the governments or the companies. Okay, this is very interesting because while your job is very different from how we see uh, other jobs, uh, one, com one fact that runs through all of the jobs that we do is we have to deal with other people and whom we may like or not or may have some other ethical issues with. Uh, this is a good perspective to know what is it that you're aiming for then you may move away from the immediate and have the long-term perspective in your mind. Uh, similarly, uh, does it put pressure on your personal relationships also uh, in terms of the intensity of your job? Um, at times, yeah, when I'm required to work over time uh, because of, uh, I mean, as ideal is it and I am grateful for my company to discourage working outside of shift hours, but at times from a sense of personal obligation, uh, I end up working overtime because uh, I just feel like, you know, I can deal with this crisis better because I've been part of this situation for a long time. So at times that leads me to probably cancel plans with friends or family that have been in the works for a while because of a last minute contingency. Or uh, previously, I used to work a lot of irregular hours and night shifts. That put a strain on my social uh, network, social relationships, because I was mostly never awake at the same time my friends would be. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, you use the word crisis often enough. Uh, we've spoken about how vital it is for you to do your job efficiently. Um, why the nature of job has to be uh, keeping confidences in mind uh, for your client's sake and for the job that you do. Do you think there is a change in your mindset about life itself because you're dealing with high pressure situations once a while, at least if not more regularly than most people? 
and uh, your decisions seem to matter. It probably, quote unquote, brings the best out of you because there's no other choice. Uh, my personal thinking on this matter is that most of the time we do not have a choice. If one were to look at death, uh, were to happen to us at any point of time, uh, it's important to give uh, weightage to what we are choosing to do in the present moment. Is how I try and look at it, not that I'm successful all the time. But some parts of me are always aware that we have a limited time on earth and we need to maximize what we can do with it. Uh, in your case, uh, even if it is not as uh, life-threatening, quote-unquote, life is always threatened considering that death could happen anytime. But uh, in your mindset when you're working, do you... Do you see a change in your lifestyle, in your way of looking at life because of the work that you do? Mm, probably yes and no. Uh, it's, I think, to answer uh, the no bit, I think uh, we're all human where uh, even if you look at, even if you're aware of larger problems in the world, uh, mm. sometimes uh, traffic in Mumbai annoys you. <laughs> uh, knowing there's larger problems out there. But yes, in the sense, uh, although you read uh, in newspapers and articles about how thing, how bad things are, my job offered me the perspective of actually interacting with people on the ground, uh, listening to first-hand accounts. So that gives you a whole new perspective, gives you a human face to the situation where it's not just a person mentioned in the news. Uh, so yeah, there... I mean, sometimes puts into perspective life where uh, issues like I finished my quota of water for today and to tomorrow I don't know where water is going to come from. That's not something probably most of us in Bombay have faced. So, yeah, that gives you a new perspective. Do you, uh, this is just pushing it, do you think that it uh, annoys you when people are very uh, not very deep in their outlook of what they are looking for. So this is not the flavor of ice cream that I like. And this should have been better. Or last night, uh, me and a friend were sitting in a coffee shop, and somebody sent back something. This is not as good as last time. Seeing it, and I was like, what a waste of resources. Once in a while, it's okay if things are not. Uh, so do you also see that happening to you in terms of when you're out with family and friends, when they are being uh, superficial is a term that I would not want to uh, impose upon, but right now I can't find a better term, but something which is more on the surface. How do you see that? I'm inclined to say no, because I think uh, I, I can't hold uh, people's uh, I can't always hold people's privileged uh, mode of life against them where I can't belittle your problem by saying, you know, what you're experiencing uh, shouldn't bother you as much because I personally hate that being said to me where uh, if people are like, you know, others have it worse. That never helps me when I hear it because how will knowing others have it worse take away from what I'm suffering right now? At least that's what I feel. So... No, I don't hold it against people. Wonderful. Uh, in terms of uh, all kinds of relations require time. 
uh, intent, effort? Do you find easy to uh, strike friendships and uh, develop new relations of sorts? Uh, or is that a problem considering, again, the timing of your job, the kind of the job that you're doing? Um, I'm, not, I'm not sure about more friends outside of uh, a well-established circle I have, but I have a good circle from my college and school days that I do find the time to reach out to every now and then. But uh, something interesting is that within my uh, team itself, I've developed good friendships because uh, at times there's no other way around it. You're dealing with very demanding situations and you need to have good bonding and trust with your team members. Considering the uh, things we also see, we also bond over a lot of dark humor because that's a coping mechanism. Uh, for us. So yeah, I, I think no substantial challenges in that regard. Okay. Um, sorry, I missed out the question. There was some question coming up, but the dark humor thing tripped me. Um, in terms of uh, building uh, a team, what do you think is necessary uh, in your kind of work? Uh, because I'm I'm presuming there is subterfuge happening at different points of time because of requirement of what you need to do. So how do you view honesty? In the traditional term, we all say we all to be honest all the time. How do you see that thing? I think... Uh... Probably to cite an example of how my team works or how my company works is there's no culture of sir or madam. Uh, as the most junior level analyst, I can call the CEO by his name, his or her, it's a him right now, but uh, that boils down to the point, especially in my industry of uh, when you are encountering a demanding situation and if you're the only one present there, the CEO and the junior level analyst have an equal amount of responsibility to take a call and resolve the situation. So I feel in, in a team, it's good to have a horizontal, more of a horizontal setup where everyone is accountable and everyone takes responsibility for actions. Although yeah, a limited hierarchy is obviously still needed because that's how you end up with the division of labor. Or, yeah, stuff like that. And how do you deal with the honesty bit of it in terms of a situation, what is your take on things regarding generic understanding of honesty? Um, I don't think there's any room for dishonesty in my sector if you lie about something, lives are at stake. But I think uh, there is a lot of transparency. I think, yeah, to address honesty, I think you need to be honest where you where you say, okay, I messed up, uh, I, I accept responsibility, but for a good team to function, you also need to be honest about your own capabilities by saying, I can only take up this amount of work. I can't take up more than this so that it doesn't hamper your efficiency. So I think you need to be honest to yourself in that regard as well. Treat a weekday like a weekday. Treat a weekend like a weekend. Don't take up so much work that you end up working weekends. Yeah, I'd say that. Okay. 
This is more a balanced answer that you gave me. Uh, let me explain with a with a question which has a bit of a story. So, say you are uh, standing outside a classroom and uh, the kids have just been evacuated to another room, uh, and a terrorist comes and asks you, "Are there any students that you've seen?" Now, obviously, you have seen them and you kind of help rescue them or not, whatever. Would you answer a yes or would you answer a no? Because honesty, traditional honesty would say, okay, go ahead and tell them what you've seen. Obviously, you can't be lying. But on the other hand, there are lives at stake. So how do you see this? And this is a this is a very regular example that me and my friends generally end up using. So I would rather that you think of some example that has happened to you. Maybe share it with us if it is possible or at least tell us your point of view on the ethical bit of it. I'm not sure about an example, but yeah, I don't, uh, obviously blanket honesty when uh, it does more harm than good definitely is bad. So in the example you gave, definitely I would be inclined obviously to say no, but uh, yeah, I think uh, it's all about your risk assessment, whether it does more harm than good. Maybe also in the example you gave, it's pretty clear cut, but at times you're faced with situations where there's an element of uh, your political beliefs where uh, some people would say honesty should be there, some people shouldn't because uh, maybe the outcome may or may not be politically aligned with what you want. So I honestly, when I encountered with the situation, I boil it down to who's the low, lowest common denominator who will be affected because more often than not, the lowest common denominator is the one that is affected the most harshly uh, or benefits maybe at times, but that's what I boil it down to. What's I keep asking myself the question, so what? So if I keep thinking, I'll see, so what, so what, so what? That takes me down a chain of thought. And if the ultimate end result is something that's overall favorable, okay, I go ahead with it. What a wonderful answer that is. I didn't expect that coming. <laughs> Very nice and uh, worth pondering over, I think. Uh, okay, in terms of uh, fun, how do you manage to break away from the seriousness of what is otherwise uh, the most important part of all our lives? Works. We spend more time at work most of the time. How do you see this? So that's interesting because uh, work from home, uh, while it has its own benefits, it's also uh, difficult to really bond with your colleagues. So what my colleagues and I try and do, is, at least those who are in Bombay or those who come visit Bombay at times is uh, try and pick a cafe or one day to sit and work from. So you have that temporary change of physical environment uh, while performing your job. That, in a way, despite you being on the job, is relaxing. Because you have the realization of people uh, working the same thing alongside you. That's one way we relax. Otherwise, after my job, when I'm not uh, with my colleagues, uh, I definitely step out. Uh, I think exercise is really important. Uh, one for me at least it helps me sleep better because it tires me out and uh, my mind uh, 
doesn't stop running all over the place regarding what's to be done tomorrow or what happened today but i overall i feel uh, exercise also gives you a sense of achievement in that i exercise for so long today or that i'm looking better today because of exercise so your sense of achievement is also not something that ends up being tied only to work which is a problem i suffer from but yeah working on okay uh, good because your answer also led me to a, an interesting question at your age there are a lot of people who now i find talking far more regularly about anxiety stress and depression than ever before while neither you or i have uh, the medical authority to talk about it but as social beings and as people concerned for the greater good perhaps um, how do you look at things and since you have a particular kind of job and you have a particular kind of rhythm that you got into that helps you sleep better actually is the sleep thing that uh, reminds yes. me for people who are unable to sleep because of their uh, quote unquote imagination because i do not know a better word it's not to be little their concerns Uh, how do you see that and if at all you were to advise somebody what would it be in terms of practical things that can be done with it because uh, it's easier said than done it's easy for me to tell someone to do something but i think everyone finds their own path ultimately towards what needs to be done i found a way Uh, it was pretty bad uh, my work life balance was pretty awful the past two years it took me two years to uh, find a rhythm and to mentally tell myself what not to do but i think something constant that can apply to everyone is a change of physical environment don't just stay in your house if you're working from home try and change the physical setting where you're in so that takes your mind off work uh, temporarily at least is something i feel is can benefit everyone uh a lot i tell this to a lot of my friends but uh, falls on deaf ears often is uh, exercise but <laughs> some people just don't want to uh, which is fine but i think yeah it's a difficult question to answer but yeah i think change of physical environment is what matters irrespective of what you do Okay. Uh, okay. To people who are not working, what would you say? And are still at home and maybe are in are stuck in some kind of environment. I'm just thinking, like if they are students or not yet ready for work uh, and unable to change their physical environment, is there anything in terms in terms of mindset? I think uh, even if you don't have a job, you're not ready for the job. Uh, again, I think every person wants to have a sense of achievement may not necessarily be through a job or a degree or whatever but do something that gives you a sense of uh achievement and satisfaction i guess that's a way to keep yourself going because also i personally what works for me is uh, when things are monotonous and i'm stuck in a routine i try and plan a trip uh, so that i have something to look forward to maybe keep something in the near future that you look forward to that helps you get by your day to day activities okay uh, one trick question in the end because all all far too simple questions so far i guess um, 
since you are on a job which requires you to be alert i would presume uh, say all these modus operandi that you mentioned right now about getting out of home and planning a trip and doing exercise if all of it fails and you still have to deal with the problems that your mind is perhaps creating i'm saying perhaps creating because it is true for you but it is not necessarily true uh, in terms of circumstance how would you deal with something like that considering and this question is being asked to you as a professional because i'm sure you take decisions based on information that may not be ideal at that point of time but because the time is right and you need to do something so well if the situation is you the problem is you and the time is now what would you do in that sense how would you take care of your mental and physical health at that point good question if there's no other option <laughs> uh that's a again trick question of course as you said but uh, it's a weird thing for me to say because i don't necessarily believe it in it all the time but to have hope that things will get better and to hang in there for a while is all that you can do if there's nothing else you can do but yeah hypocritical of me to say because i never uh hang in there so to say because you can only hang in there if there's assurance of something good coming your way otherwise it's just hanging in there needlessly and for no gain right and since nobody can predict the future i i'm not a proponent of uh, patience i am not a proponent of saying good will come good will come when uh there's no deadline right yeah. matlab if you say good will come do mahine do saal 20 saal mein aa sakta hai but uh till then people can keep telling you good will come the next day the next day okay. so no then i i want to demarcate this this learning there is a difference between being patient and hoping you can be patient while not hoping yeah so what do you have to say about that probably then just be patient uh without while trying to detach yourself from expectations of uh things getting better or worse probably just deal with what's there at present very ideal of me to say considering i don't adhere by it but yeah no the idea of putting you in a corner is because life often does that to us and most of the times our plans are uh, not only sidelined they are trampled upon with impunity by life and um, i would not want uh, a very easy answer like god or hope or this to uh, end this conversation with considering that you have spoken about a lot of things that are uh, important in the time and the way you act upon them uh, that's what your job has been now uh, this has been a very interesting conversation very difficult for me to ask questions but thankfully you've been very clear and helped me through thanks so much anand and it's been a pleasure reconnecting with you thank you pleasure as always bye bye